0: Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Hi, I'm producer Mel and Rachel's on the coffees again.
1: Yeah, I think our voices are amplified Mel when we've had a bit of caffeine.
0: You were so good for so long and used to order that decaf i still do it's
1: only when i come to the podcast station mel
0: (laughs) Go, what in god's name you know what's really interesting that you talk about the four-day work week and i see you trying to implement it yourself which is or or succeeding in it which is super cool right Mm. when you do things like that you get a little bit more free time and you are doing tennis lessons
1: I am doing tennis lessons. I hired a tennis coach a couple of months ago. So you
0: two can have hobbies like this if you get into Rachel's four-day work week.
1: Well, I I made a deal with myself that this yeah. year I would have some hobbies yeah. outside of being work, in business work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I used to play tennis as a kid. Yeah. And my husband is very good at sports. On the occasion that we played tennis, yeah. I was annihilated, and that wouldn't go down well with you. I think. Oh, I had a smile on my face. It was fun. But I definitely thought well. I used to love playing tennis and if I hired a coach then maybe I could be a little more competitive the next time my husband and I take the court.
0: That's awesome and you coach a lot of people at
1: the Workshop Whisperer. How do you go as a student? I'm an exceptional student. Are you? Well, give me the orders and the prescription and the instructions and I
0: will get to work. Well, coming up next we want you to get to work because Rachel is going to take the boss chair with JFDI. JFDI with the workshop whisperer, Rachel Evans, a coaching masterclass for the brave. JFDI, today's episode is get the right accountant for your auto repair shop. Oh, A lot of repair shop owners, well this is just what I understand from you having 15 seasons of this podcast, is that they don't like to do
1: admin. I think before we start talking about that I You know, hearing that we've done 15 seasons of the podcast, Mel, you're probably as qualified to uh, give advice now in this space as what I am. That is definitely not
0: true. (laughs) You are the number one automotive business coach in Australia and New Zealand. Yes. I'm a radio personality. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at paperwork either. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, look, it's not a strong suit, but it's definitely something that we help our clients to embrace, to get their heads into so that they understand the importance of the administrative and financial side of their business. Because if they don't, then they're going to abdicate responsibility for those things to people that aren't always going to have their best interest at heart. And, you know, on this particular topic, accounting is a massive part of the success of an auto repair shop. So at the Workshop Whisperer, you know, we teach about having a workshop success team and that could be four or five other experts outside the business that are supporting you with their knowledge and expertise so that you can achieve your goals faster and an accountant is one of those four or five experts that you need amongst potentially a bookkeeper a financial planner a business coach of course and uh, someone to do your nails someone to brush your hair
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of people in a financial team most people just have their partner doing the books probably or someone
1: in a lot of cases and they don't enjoy it and you know that means that things get delayed and mm. your reconciling is not up to date and therefore you can't have an accurate picture of where you're at financially whenever you want to look at it. So it's one of the things that we actually look to delegate as quickly as it's feasible to do so because the person doing it either doesn't enjoy it, like myself, when I had my workshop, I understood I, w- I went to TAFE and did Certificate 4 in bookkeeping. Are so that you it would- serious, yes, Rachel? Absolutely. I told you I'm a great student. Oh my goodness, uh, just I can't so believe I would- you.
0: <laughs> Just so I... I would
1: understand
0: you probably. always want to do everything well so i do believe you yeah.
1: <laughs> but i hate it it yeah. sucks the life out of me to do that but other people love it so we should never fear hiring in someone that's good at it and where bookkeeping is concerned you know we might hire someone to do two or three hours a week for us and maybe we pay them 150 dollars to do that but that frees us up to go and do other money-making activities for our business or it gives us free time.
0: And then you have visibility over what's going on in your business. definitely, Which you talk about, you know, you've talked about earlier on, in the podcast and quite a few times that things like you should have six months worth of saving of business expenses Mm. in your account and all this sort of stuff how do you even know without having the visibility across your account that's right right.
1: Mm. you're you're just flying blind Mm. and you're making business decisions that are completely uninformed and unfortunately we see so many auto repair shop owners in financial struggle because they guess like they guess that they can afford to go and buy two new cars on a lease. And they guess that they can afford to pay their foreman $100,000 a year. And worst of all, they rip money out of the business for themselves without understanding the financial repercussion of that for the business. So they take the business's lifeblood because they want to feel good about owning a business. And they okay. think that it's time to cash in on the rewards of, of being a business owner, perhaps a little bit too soon. Okay, And uh, if we're not Financially literate, you know, we're just going to keep making mistakes like that and wondering why things aren't changing. But a great accountant should pull you into line, first of all, with spending like that, but also they want you to be financially literate. So, coming into the end of a financial year in Australia, for instance, and right now, two or three months out from the end of your financial year, wherever in the world you are listening to this your accountant should be starting to tax plan with you. They should be asking you some tax planning questions and they should be talking to you about, okay, this is where it looks like you're gonna finish for a company tax for this year or partnership tax or your personal income tax. We need to look at what our deductions are. We need to look at if it's feasible for you to purchase any capital equipment for the deductions that we might be able to get or whether it's actually not viable. All of that stuff should start well ahead of the end of the financial year so that you don't get to June 30, like it is here in Australia, the end of the financial year, and your accountant says to you, oh... We don't have enough deductions. Go and buy a car on finance. And you can't, in most cases, get that done in a day. Yeah. You know, so... Especially
0: in this climate.
1: Yeah. And a great accountant is often going to be preaching the same message that we do with our financial structure that we teach to our clients in that we should be allocating money every week to put aside for your company tax or your partnership tax and your personal tax and the team's pay-as-you-go tax and superannuation, all of those things should be accounted for weekly, if not fortnightly, and that, that money doesn't get touched. We should be putting money into a separate account every week for, in this industry, our parts, so that when we get to the end of the month to pay all our accounts, the money's there. We're not looking for it. An accountant that is not talking to you about these things, is not talking to you about where you're sitting with your pricing and your margins and your profit. They're not... The accountant for you. And if they only want to talk to you at tax time when it's time to get your signature on a piece of paper, get rid of them now. The end of a financial year is actually the best time to go and find a new accountant because they can stop you from, you know, having another set of financials lodged with the, the tax office that means you've got a massive tax debt. They can, you know, review the previous couple of years to see if there's anything that can be done there. And if you're on tax plans with the government because you're behind with your taxes and your accountant isn't talking to you about how to overcome that effectively, then that's another indicator that uh, you're with the wrong accountant. And we've had businesses that are turning over 2 $3, 4000000 million annually who are on tax plans because their accountant did not pick up that they were headed for shortfalls, weren't advising the owners that you can't keep taking this much money out of the business and expect that you're going to have the money at the end of the year to pay your your tax liabilities. It's not just something for big business to understand. Uh, You know, if you've got 10 or 15 team members, this is for every single auto repair shop owner to understand. It is important who is advising you in the accounting space. They should be proactively wanting to talk to you every month.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. And, you know, it probably does feel good to be in a position of power, you know, where you know everything's good and you have visibility across everything because otherwise it probably affects your mental health on some levels.
1: It's the stuff that keeps uh, or wakes you up rather at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God, I actually don't know why we don't have any money. Uh, I don't see a way out of that situation. Like if you're talking to a great accountant monthly, is ideal, then you quickly work your way out of those situations and then you don't go back to them provided you've got discipline and you're coachable. So that's a big part of it is being open to the information that you didn't know you didn't know and sticking with it. That is
0: an awesome JFDI. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure you rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. And if you've got another 15 minutes before you get to work, listen to another one. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor Podium.